What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk, episode 43, the Dennis Eckersley edition. I'm your host, J.D. Johnson. Alongside me always is Dino and De Palma. What's poppin', boys? Hello. Oh, what's going on, fellas? How we doing? Fantastic. Guys, my mind is like being blown up right now with all this sports news. Lots to talk about today. Colin Kaepernick, uh, Kaepernick situation. The Houston Astros, oh, excuse me, the Houston Asterisks. Uh, Miles Garrett throwing his helmet now to out for the season. Absolutely breaking my heart. Guys, what is going on in sports this week? Where do you want to start? Colin Kaepernick. (laughs) I've said this a million times before. Like, yes, they're going to talk about how he canceled a workout three hours before his workout at the Falcons facility. Like, I get that. Whatever. Okay. He wants to do it on his own. He doesn't want any handouts, but we have, we have, I've said this a million times. We have athletes who are in trouble with the law. Uh, we have athletes hitting other athletes over the head with a helmet, you know, and, and they will eventually all have a job, you know. So the fact that Colin Kaepernick does not have a job, and when DePaul and I were just talking about this, how many quarterbacks that are in the league right now would I, would I take Colin Kaepernick over, including backups? I think that list approaches 40. Oh, yeah. If you include backups, that completely changes the game. I mean, RJ, RG3 is still in the league, dude. <laughs> He's backing up uh, Lamar. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, there's, there's, I could go through the entire NFL right now, and I would take Kaepernick over every single backup. And then there's probably about 10 jobs yeah. that I think he could handle. Right now, and would put his team in a better position than the starting quarterbacks now. Starting with the Skins, Bengals, and Dolphins. You could throw, dude. Throw the. I'm not a Mason Rudolph fan, man. He's not what I hoped he was going to be coming out of college. And you know, Dino, we were talking about this earlier. If it wasn't for the media circus, I would be lobbying to sign Colin Kaepernick in a second. And I think he 100% gets us into the playoffs. Uh, if it's the Kaepernick, you know, even if it's just the average Kaepernick uh, from his previous career. And that's the crazy thing about it is here we are in week, what, 12? Yeah, 11 week 12. 12. He hasn't played in three years. He's 32 years old. He's still physically fit. A scout has, has gone on record saying his arm strength is still elite. Elite is a word that you don't get thrown around a lot. Well, especially yeah, deal, when dealing with professionals. You know, so this guy can still play. The problem is with the media circus, which is discussed all the time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, there are – we live in a, in a day and an age where there's going to be media coverage for somebody else – Next week or the week after that. I mean, the Antonio Brown situation, like we haven't heard much about it recently. I mean, you got a Redskin, an ex Redskins player right now that's that's under investigation for a girl who OD'd. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's there's Monte Nicholson, very very good young talent, beat the shit out of some woman and her husband in the parking lot, whatever was suspended, and then now he's he's under investigation for that. Like there's always going to be news. So the fact that we're even like how it do, it pisses me off. 
Well, NFL, I feel like there's. I feel like the, it's just it's surrounding the flag, and I know the the message. Like everyone knows that 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 message got hijacked, but it's such a polarizing issue whenever you're dealing with such a patriotic symbol. If if they can come to an agreement with whatever NFL team that says. I won't kneel for the flag or anything like that, or, or I will still continue my beliefs and my quote unquote protest throughout, but I won't kneel for the flag completely changes the situation and you should be signed immediately. But until that happens, I don't know if he gets signed, man. He, I think he either has to come out or he needs to come with an agreement with the team uh, behind closed doors that he won't do it for him to play. It's just unbelievable. I doubt he does that. He's not going to do that. It's just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, but like what we were trying to, uh, what we were talking about though, he held a private workout, right, Dean? That's what you were saying beforehand, and it was only yeah. in front of eighteen. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, scumbag move on his part too. Like three hours before, that's that's some bullshit. Yeah, originally it was twenty five out of the thirty two teams, and then this weekend he hold, he held his own private workout, which was in front of only eight teams. I saw a couple videos of him throwing some passes. They were real nice passes, um, guys. I know we can't really totally rank someone or uh, or grade someone. Based on a couple videos, but at this point in his career, I know we kind of touched on it, but like, where do you like see him standing? Like, is he a starter somewhere or is he a bench guy, backup? Like, what is he? I think he 100% can start on, on at least five or six teams. 100% can start on five or six teams. Do, do I think he should 100% be the backup for every single club in the NFL right now? Uh, yeah, I would throw him into starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so maybe even make that five or six. Uh, but yeah, I, I if it's the Kaepernick, if it's an average version of Kaepernick from his previous time, yeah, like I think it'd be a travesty for him not to play. We just haven't seen him. Like a lot can happen in three years of not playing NFL football. The arm talent will always be there. He has always thrown a great ball, but it's, you know, being out for so long, like, yeah, you think you can get in there and, you know, go through the motions like riding a bike per se. But I don't know, man. I think it'll be a big transition. And if he does get signed, I think it's for a backup job somewhere. Yeah, moving on, though. Oh, we are going to get into this because this is the biggest sports news I think I've ever heard. Maybe the past, like, five years. The Houston Asterisks have been caught – Have. Yeah, they're not even accused anymore, basically. I'm just going to go out and say that. They've been caught uh, stealing signs by using a banging system, a whistling system, putting your arms up and down system from the bullpen, from their dugouts, using camera angles, camera shots, then relaying relaying it to the dugout, using walkie-talkies, using the bullpen catchers, the TV broadcasts, to earpieces in the coaches' uh, uh, ears and stuff like that. And not only have they been now caught in the regular season, but in the playoffs and to top it off in the World Series. I have never seen anything like this before. But if there's one thing I love seeing is all the videos that John Boy keeps making and, you know, just other guys on YouTube keep keep making. And I keep seeing all the banging and it says bang and you can clearly just hear a bang. You can clearly hear a whistle. You look in the back. The batters are looking into the bullpen as the guy's arms are up and the next pitch it's down and stuff like that. And it goes with the sequence that the pitchers are throwing. And best of all, just getting all these updates from the athletic, from the man himself, Ken Rosenthal. It So John Boy posted the video with David Farquhar and Danny. Yeah, yeah. Or Danny's my bad. Um, 
he uh, he steps off and calls his, his catcher up, and and it's it's clear as day. You know, Evan Evan Gaddis is not the greatest hitter in the world, but when you know, look, they were caught red-handed. They were caught red-handed. The part that blows my mind is when the Yanks accused them of it. He made it sound like it was no big deal. Like AJ Hinch, you are a fucking scumbag. Like <laughs> yes, bro. Like, like you you got caught. You know, many teams do this, and I and I say this a million times, right? Like if I'm speeding down the road, right, and and a, and a guy flies past me, but I get pulled over, I can't sit there and be like, well, you didn't pull him over. No, I'm the one that got caught. These guys got caught, and they and they didn't have to prepare over six months or six, they've been preparing for three or four years. You know, so I, I this is look tipping pitches all for it. You want to you want to steal signs the organic way? Guy on second base relays it in. I'm all for it. But to use technology to do this is a scumbag move times ten. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think it's an absolute travesty. And if it goes deeper than what some people are saying, Ken Rosenthal included, that it you know it's more in depth with the Astros and then also possibly they're talking about other teams too. So like if this truly is as deep as they say, I mean, this has got to go rival the steroid scandal, you know, back in the early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands. Um, I mean, it's just insane to think that teams thought they could get away with it first off. Um, and secondly, Dino, I agree with you completely. Stealing signs the organic way is a part of baseball and hiding that you have those signs as well too, is a part of baseball, but to use technology in the way that they're talking about is preposterous. And it just doesn't I completely make, agree with both it, of you. Like this just doesn't make sense to me. Like if you're going to do it, <laughs> like, they blatantly did it too. Yeah, like they, they did it without a care in the world. <laughs> Be did fucking you see, slick about it. Did you see the story? Like, first of all, little just touching back on what Dean was talking about with Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge said something like they were whistling was his words. They weren't banging. They said they were whistling and they were doing something to where they were stealing their signs. And AJ Hinch did say that's uh, very like wrong of you to even accuse us of something like that. Like. Total scumbag now. I have lost complete respect to him. I live in West Palm Beach. I probably will say something to him if I can. Like, yo, like that's really <laughs> flawed like, in spring pot, training. Yeah, yeah like actually because it's really it's messed up. But the, the fact that they like the media tried to shun and like hushed Aaron Judge and then I pull up a tweet from Ken Rosenthal and Aaron Judge like requotes the tweet, whatever you want to call it. And he goes, wait, what? LOL with a question mark at the end, like told you guys, like, I mean, it just blows my mind, but just to, to like start off from the beginning where this all started, Mike fires a pitcher. He's on the athletics currently, but he was on the 2017 world series team with the Astros. He had an interview with Ken Rosenthal and another reporter with the athletic. And he started telling them in the interview a little bit about that 2017 run and uh, they were talking about a banging system, and after that was released and published, Danny Farquhar mentioned something about a whistling system that he noticed when he was pitching, but he said it, and he was basically uh, hushed out for that. And now more and more players are saying, oh yeah, I have another incident. I don't have the exact, uh, I don't know the exact player, but there was at one point he said, players would look, when I was in right field, he said he was a right fielder, he would, uh, the players would 
look in right field at the bullpen catcher, and when his hands were up, it was a fastball. When his hands were up on the fence and when his hands were down, that means that the guy was throwing an off-speed pitch. So, I mean, it's been going on for years. It's since 2017. They're absolute cheaters. No one why Garrett Cole wanted to leave. Like, he doesn't want to be a part of this. I don't blame him. What a crappy and what a crappy organization. Like, you know, I don't, I, I can't think of anything else really to say because I'm just so sh- shocked. I mean, By the but, way, I also but, view Alex Bregman completely different. I will never go back to liking him. I, t- I remember I talked to him in spring training. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. I completely view his whole playing career different. And I actually think he he deserves to know where like, he doesn't like Cooperstown. I know he's only been playing for like three years, but no. No, you, put, you don't want to put in Pete Rose for gambling. You don't want to put in some steroid guys. You're not allowed to put in guys like this. Altuve, screw you. Like You know what I mean? Like this is a serious I, I, thing. I think they really need to be punished. I do think it's up there with with steroids and Pete Rose and all that. Like if you don't want to put in a guy that was gambling and we don't know the specifics of the gambling stuff. We don't know if he was betting for or against his team. Like it is what it is. It, that's a moot point. The the main point is is and I've and I've had this conversation with a few people of Altuve knew that Chapman's slider was coming in on that pitch. Mm. There is not a doubt in my oh, mind. <laughs> there is not a doubt in my mind. You it's so annoying. I love it's that. So annoying. So much. So like, much. Dino. Like you cannot fucking. It's tell clear me. on John Boy's videos. Yeah, it's you clear. Can't, you cannot you hear the bang. Oh yeah, wait, you, they did it. The, the guy John Boy did a video of that pitch. Yes. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, I gotta yeah. watch that. You know what I mean? Like I mean, you like, can't tell me that he's just guessing 2-0 slider from, from a guy that throws 101 miles an hour. You just can't yeah. tell me that. So uh, th- there's, just, there's just many things that go into this. This is, like Deepaw, you said it best, this is a travesty for baseball. It's something that, that will go down. Like if Hinch is not suspended, you know, and, and it's so funny we're a talking season. about this. Like, like it's, it's just so funny we're talking about this after the Kaepernick topic because it's like you want to look at the things that people do, right? He has right. – like Kaepernick's never cheated. He's not a steroid guy. Yeah. Okay. He decided <laughs> to peacefully protest, which is in your right of the first amendment. Now, whether it's the flag or not, like, okay, but you know what? Like he, but Hey, in the court of public opinion, dude, he's guilty as fuck. And you know, just, like you said, cheaters and wrongdoers and whatever, but that chord that Kaepernick struck was just the wrong one. No doubt. But how is that any different than World War One or Two burning draft cards? It's not. You know, so it's like this is the world we live in. So, you know, we're penalizing guys who who want to do something and and may or may not have chosen the wrong path to do it. But then you got a, a guy who has completely just rid of all ethics in baseball. And is using high tech technology to tip pitches, yeah. <laughs> as if they needed any help to begin with, dude. Yeah, one of the most talented rosters in the bigs. You have one of the yeah, one of the most talented rosters. You probably have the best pitching staff, and you know what? Karma, because the Nationals beat you at your own game. Good, fucking glad. I hope the Astros don't win another fucking game over the next ten years. I hope Correa doesn't get a base hit. 
I hope Altuve grows seven inches <laughs> and changes his eye level so he can't hit a fastball anymore. But, you know, but these but guys – a growth spurt of 30. <laughs> I, I hope so, dude. But, but it's just like it's bullshit. This is bullshit. We talk about the Astros being one of the greatest. All the heroes of the dynasty, this team, that, 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 that. Like, oh, no. Man. I'm sorry. Destiny will outweigh dynasty any day of the week. The Nationals proved it. The Ast- If Hinch is not suspended for a fucking year, I swear to God, it is bullshit. They have video evidence against these guys. They have whistleblowers. Like, my goodness, Mike Fires, you are a savage. You know why? Because he's like, I don't give a shit. They're not going to penalize me. All right. So here's – okay, my thing on Fires, okay? Here's what I – like, really grinds my gears, all right? He's a total scumbag for whistleblowing, but I love it. Continue. So not even the whistleblowing fact. He, it, it's that he didn't do it while he was there. Like, and they won the World Series in 2017. So, like, come on, man. If it was really that big of a deal to you and you really, tr- really, truly believed in it that much, you do it then. You do it before the World Series or whenever you find out about it, maybe shortly thereafter. But you don't do it two and a half years later, two years later. Uh, you know, I-, I don't know. The timing, re- I really don't like. Uh, I think he should have done it. I agree with that because that's complete bullshit that it was ever in baseball. Uh, but I hate the timing of it because he's it's. He's trying to make it seem like he's the righteous one here when he was just as guilty when he when he was a part of the team that did it in 2017 when he knew about it. I agree with that. I agree with that. He, that but, you know, it's like, oh, I'm embezzling millions of dollars every day <laughs> in Wall Street and I'm making all this money. And then all of a sudden, two and a half years later, hey, there's no paper trail. You can't catch me. By the way, when we were in this company, we stole forty five million dollars in a week. <laughs> you know, like right. that, that's that, you know, obviously if you're a pitcher, like I'm not saying shit. If every time I pitch, my team is putting up eight runs. Yep. But all of a sudden you get into an organization that does it organically and things get a little, a little different, but needless to say you big nosed fuck AJ Hinch. I hope you get suspended <laughs> for life. He needs to be imprisoned. For what yeah, he's done, I think I, no, saw, I think I saw the most MLB can levy a fine is like two million bucks, um, but they can like lifetime ban. They can you know ban you for a season, like stuff like that. So if I, I think it, it, the punishment is going to be severe. Like it, if half of the allegations are true, the punishments are going to be almost unparalleled. But now we're moving on to this part of the discussion about this topic. Like we keep saying, there needs to be a serious punishment, and I'm not talking about them making a donation to a charity like the Red Sox did when they were caught uh, sign-stealing using the new Apple Watch. I mean, I saw something on Twitter that I actually completely agree with. They should not have the first five rounds of any draft pick for the next three seasons. Three seasons exactly for the three seasons this has been going on. It's been going on 2017, 18, 19, if you can't do math. That's three seasons. They don't get the first five rounds of draft picks, along with maybe automatically being taxed for over the luxury tax cap, even though they're like maybe under, like you still tax the crap out of them just for this. I think that's very, I think that's actually kind of easy along with AJ Hinch, just being thrown out of baseball along with every stupid scientist that works for the Astro system with all their spinning, spinning baseballs and crap with Lance McCullers. Like they all need to like be banned. Now to add on to this topic, Alex Cora, the manager for the Boston Red Sox, and Carlos Beltran, now the new manager for the 
New York Mets are now being pulled into this. Alex Cora was the bench coach, I believe, for the Houston Astros in the 2017 World Series. And Carlos Beltran was the right fielder for the Houston Astros in the 2017 World Series. I, I'm more curious to see what's going to happen to them. By no means do I think the Red Sox should be punished because I don't think it has to do with their organization. If it's something with uh, Cora, maybe that's like, I don't really know. No information has really come out if he really was a big deal and a part of that. But Beltron, I kind of also think like, you know, he was one of the hitters. He obviously used the sign stealing system. Like I, they already actually, I saw a video on John Boy's thing. Uh, he was hitting, you hear a bang and he just was too early on an off speed pitch. I mean, like, so he was using it too, obviously, but like, I don't think that should go into his managing, like kind of career and affect him on that. But just the more and more information is coming out on this. It's crazy. What do you guys think about the whole Cora and Beltron situation? Should they have any like repercussions for this? 100%. They're all involved. They're but, all yeah, involved. They can't, I tell me. you can't tell me. That 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 Hinch is doing, or uh, you know, like it's all Hinch. You can't tell me that. You can't tell me he's the mastermind behind us. This is fucking Cora Beltron, the 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 tech savvy douchebags that are that are calling it down. It's the organization, and you know what? It's bullshit. They should all be suspended for a year. It should all be the, honestly like if we did something like in other countries where if you did something like this they cut your pinky off nobody would do this <laughs> Saudi Arabia yeah yeah no one would do this <laughs> cut your fingers off do oh you my think, gosh. just uh, real quick do you think someone like Altuve or Bregman will get suspended no the, it, the, it depends how far it goes and what they can link the involvement to because you know. You can say the banging and the whistling, but you know a good defense attorney or a good you know legal argument says that's pure circumstantial evidence, and you can't you have no proof that my client willingly and like knew that this was happening. Uh, so until they can prove that, no, there's no suspensions for them, and I think the same goes for Cora and Beltran unless they can explicitly prove it. Dude, it's just it's just it's just amazing. Like this is amazing. This is an amazing topic because there's so much fuckery in this yeah. that like it goes it, deep, it, dude. Dude, it goes deep, and it's and it's like, regardless of what comes out from it, the, the cat's out of the bag. Teams know it. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna see clubs counteract and go different signs every inning. Like it's just this is what they're gonna do, and and it's and honestly, like this is it for the Houston Astros. They will not. I'm hot take here. They don't make the playoffs next year. Mm. I mean, I don't what think do JV think, is going to be the same. Do you think because of like just player wise, or do you think because MLB like refuses to allow them to, to participate in the playoffs? Well, the, no, no, I, that would be amazing. But I think what it boils down to is let's see how good this team is without the help. I can't put a number. I can't quantify how many wins they might have stolen this year, and I mean that like no pun intended, like legitimately stolen. They stole year. the Yanks game seven. Six, you idiot. But no, it was game seven. What was game seven? This year, 2017? 2019. Chapman. It was game six. No, it wasn't, did they? No. Holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. Moving on. Yes, <laughs> I know it was. Um <laughs> So my point really is, is let's just like, I can't quantify that data. I would love to, but I just can't. I just don't think they recover. Like Cole's gone. 
I don't think they recover from this offensively. If teams have this figured out and the cat's out of the bag, I don't think that like, let's under, like they were, they did not hit their way through the playoffs. You know, like they were not the most offensively stout team I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, now let's take away the aspect of, okay, well now we know what's coming and let's see how good this team really is because there, there are gaps in this team. But to wrap that up, the Houston Astros are a complete fraud. So is AJ Hinch, his manager of the year. He can just, it's fake. It's all fake. It's all fraud. And to wrap this up though, um, did you guys see the U Darvish and Christian Yelich beef? It's a great thing. It's on Twitter. Dude, I didn't quite understand it. Now, no, like I'm not trying to be a dick, but his use broken English on Twitter. Like I just couldn't quite understand what he was, what they were really trying to say. So, you Darvish accused Christian Yelich of looking in the bullpen, and you Darvish actually stepped off the mound, and he said the reason he did that was because he thought he was stealing signs from the bullpen, like the Astros were accused of. And Christian Yelich responded to his tweet, which you Darvish publicly put so scumbag there christian yelich responded and said nobody needs help hitting off you buddy (laughs) absolutely great i love christian yelich for that but that's wrapping up that whole houston astro situation moving on to that from that rant we're going on to another one big topic miles garrett hitting mason rudolph in the head with mason's helmet like what i've never again never have seen this before it's been a wild week in sports, and we're not even close to being done yet. Garrett has been suspended indefinitely, right? Has that changed yet? No. Scumbag. But Rudolph hasn't received any sort of suspension yet. And I personally have, I didn't see it. Uh, I just saw him hitting him in the head with a helmet, but I've heard people tr- uh, telling me that um, Rudolph was hitting Garrett in the groin afterwards, like when they were down on the ground, like he was punching him and stuff. All right, Is that so- true? So, okay, so this is, like, it was the last, like, 12 or 14 seconds in the game. Uh, there was a handoff or a short play. Miles Garrett tackles Mason Rudolph probably two and a half to three seconds after he even had the ball. So it's a frustrating loss for everyone, and he gets taken to the ground. I wouldn't be fucking happy about it either. So he does start messing with his helmet a little bit. Still something perfectly, you know— Maybe not legal in football, but it happens in football all the time. So then Miles Garrett loses his mind and goes bonkers and rips him, literally lifts him up off the ground by his helmet and proceeds to forcefully remove it and then try and put it back on Mason Rudolph's head uh, forcefully uh, and hitting him with it. And I, you said it too, Jedi. I've never seen anything like it on – I've seen fights on the football field, but I've never seen anyone rip a helmet off and try and use it as a weapon. Uh, it, it may not be a popular take. I think Mason Rudolph and his team should file legal charges against him for a simple assault, uh, but that's just me. Uh, I know people say that football is dangerous and these dudes do things that are ridiculously more dangerous than what just happened right there. Uh, but that's not in the normal purview of what football is. You're going into football knowing you could get blindsided, knowing you're, you could get ran over. You don't go into football expecting to get your helmet ripped off and hit over the head with it. I think it's ridiculous, and I think uh, they should start punishment at 16 games, the six weeks this week and t- at least 10 games next year. Uh, but I say suspend them all of next year, but that's you know looking at it through the, the Pittsburgh Steelers homer and the Garrett's lucky that he's not that there haven't been any legal charges yet. I mean, there may be like he, I think he's very lucky. 
to that fact. Dean, what do you think about all this? First of all, great year for Pittsburgh sports this year with Amir Garrett <laughs> Fuck. and Miles Garrett. This is <laughs> this is just oh my gosh, fantastic. Oh, dude, both Ohio teams, just Ohio and PA, man. The Big Thirty Three Classic is no more, so they're taken out on the NFL football field. And yeah, like, I mean, like let's look. First of all, they don't like each other. Neither of these teams like each other. They never really have. Well, I I mean, I would. What's marred by that too is this is the first time in like 15 or 16 years the Browns have beat both the Steelers and uh, the Ravens in the same year. So like no one's even talking about that. Like this is a big win for the Browns and this is all everyone's talking about. Yeah, of course. But you know the the reason why the, this rivalry was never really relevant was because for the last 10 or 15 years the Browns have been irrelevant. So oh, yeah. the you know the fact that 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 this rivalry is coming back into play is fantastic. Now, it was having, a great rivalry too. Back in the day when the Browns were truth, like during those Steelers dynasties in the seventies, the Browns had great teams. Hundred percent. That's why I think like this is this is good for the sport. However, yeah. you know, look, you've seen we've seen brawls before, you know, and brawls are all well and good. But there was a video posted on Instagram of some guy taking a football helmet to a wooden chair and it split the chair in half. You know, yeah, like. Man. And sorry, not to interrupt, Dean, but if if like we're talking like an inch or two, if that helmet's uh, you know twisted a different way, we're talking about serious harm to him, uh, to Rudolph, who had just two or three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I believe, taken one of the worst concussions I've ever seen in my life. Right, and that's the part that 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 gets me is like, look, man, like if you put Rudolph and Garrett in a ring, right, and say fight, the fight wouldn't last five seconds. Right, like he doesn't need a helmet to do damage. To Mason Rudolph, no, it, yeah, it, it's Rudolph's a big dude too. He Rudolph's you know six four six five two twenty two thirty, but he, he he pales in comparison to Miles Garrett, who's an absolute freak of a specimen. Right now, having said that, um, they didn't file legal charges. I think because he dodged a bullet. If he would have struck him stri- straight on and there was blood and all that, like he's 100% getting sued. I think this was one of those things where after the game, you know, they probably spoke about it. You know, I think his apology was sincere. I think he understands that what he did was ridiculously wrong. But it, the, the, unfortunately, the play, the play ends there when, it, when, he, when you're talking about the discussion of it. But there was much more shit that happened after, after oh, the fact. Marquise Pouncey is my favorite football player on my team. You know, like Rudolph got laid out. Oh yeah, by Ogan Joby. And did you hear the the response that dude said? I I wish I did. He all he just someone asked him about it, and he simply said that he was defending his player, his teammate. And if you look at that tape, it's just a complete bald faced lie, man. He comes up and he hits him, hits Rudolph blindside, pushes him to the ground, and then proceeds to walk away. Meanwhile. Miles Garrett is getting stomped on by David DeCastro and Marquise Pouncey, who's just absolutely raining down uh, jabs and kicks on his teammate. So if he was truly concerned about his teammate, I'm sure he would rather go after one of them. Right. It was th- – th- I mean, dude, look. Scumbag. He, Rudolph wasn't even looking. No. With, with his helmet off. With his helmet off yelling at the referee. Right. You know, just a scumbag move. But look, these two teams don't like each other. They play, each- they play again in what, two weeks? Two weeks. Can't wait. Okay. Go- can't wait. Like this yep. is. This I wish Marquise Pouncey. I really hope uh, Pouncey. Uh, I mentioned he was throwing a bunch of Pouncey thought it was a fight, and it absolutely was a fight. He was protecting his quarterback. Uh, he got suspended three games for his uh, for his participation in it. Uh, he, I, he appealed it. I hope it gets reduced to one, only because we play him in two weeks. But it'll probably get down to two, and he'll miss the game. 
Yeah, he'll get it down to two, but they want to make sure he's out the game. Right. But very high expectations but, for the oh. next one. You know, it's they're going to go at it, and they should. And you know what? The the like if if you ever want to tune in for a pregame, that's the time to do it. Which I don't want to. This will be my last thing on the matter too. Uh, Freddie Kitchens has the head coach has completely lost that locker room. They're the most penalized team in football. They've taken, a, I believe, the most personal foul penalties. Miles Garrett had already received two uh, uh, fine worthy events earlier in the year, like somewhere in the in the tune of close to a hundred thousand dollars for two incidents. So, like, this isn't anything new uh, that they're doing. He's trying. He's never. Freddie Kitchens has done uh, has only been an offensive coordinator before this year. This is his first year as a head coach. He's in over his head, and he has no control over that locker room. Hundred percent in over his head. Which we're not even talking about. Their safety, Demarius Randall, knocked out one of our wide receivers. Juju got hit with a helmet to helmet. Like clear lack of control, and it's infuriating to watch because the, the Steelers aren't good. We got a good defense, and that's what's going to keep us in games. But it you. You don't want to see that. We dealt with Vontez Perfect a couple years ago. When you're talking about bodily harm, it completely changes the game of playing football. I'm done. End rant. You got to wrap that up just like Dean was saying before all this, uh, with all these suspensions. Um, how players are getting treated and how like something like huge like this, like, you know, the huge suspension that, that's uh, with Mason, uh, or no, Miles Garrett, excuse me. But, like, the incident with, like, Tom Grady, uh, who cheated in the Super Bowl, A.B., and countless others who have been accused of horrible crimes and not really getting anything other than really a slap on the hand. I know A.B.'s not playing anymore, but that was kind of his choice. We were talking about him earlier. Colin Kaepernick was using his right to free speech when he was playing kneeling and stuff like that. And now he's not playing football. By no means, I may not agree with what he did or how he protested, but he was using his right. And he was doing it peacefully protesting, which nobody really noticed he was kneeling the first few games, I think one of you said, um, until someone finally took notice of it. And then it blew up all over media. So I think sports as a whole, it's really disappointing this whole week. And they need to really get their act together, figure out these suspensions. I mean, because it's going a little little wild, I think. But moving on to some awful news. Yesterday, college football, uh, college football star Tua dislocated his hip and is out for the season. He was screaming in pain coming off the field. I saw it on Twitter. I was like, oh, my gosh, Alabama lost a huge piece of this team, and it sucks for him because wasn't he supposed to get drafted this year? He'll, st- he'll still go top 10. You don't yeah, think it's going to affect? Because that's – yeah, like I, that's all I was worried about. I was like, no, this guy was supposed to land money and stuff like that. Like this guy's probably worked so hard for this, countless hours in that weight room and stuff like that. You know, as a player myself, I know like – just how many hours and hours, I mean, you guys were baseball players too in college, how many hours you put into like your craft and stuff like that. And to see something like this happen. Well, and that's with horrible. us, you know, not having millions of dollars on the line. I mean, teams were, you know, the, the slogan tanking for Tua, like teams were tanking for him. Uh, he was going to be a, a, you know, top one to top three pick probably. Uh, it, I do hate to see it, man. Um, the you could tell whenever Saban when they interviewed Saban going in to halftime because it, it was coming down it was the last two minutes and they're up twenty eight. Uh, Saban said I, we just wanted to get him some practice on a two minute drill and it's just horrible to see. Why is he in the game? It, because just that you don't you can't coach expecting massive injuries like that to happen 
it, it was a kind of a freak play and I, I get it. It's easy to look back in hindsight and be like, you know, they're up 28, that, that shouldn't happen. But if their plan was truly that this was his last drive, two minute drill, and then he's out for the rest of the game, then that's a, just a horrible coincidence that it happened. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I, I don't know, man. I, it sucks. It the, really the, sucks. Right now, has there are, been an update like on like the surgery because there's surgery today. Has there been like any update at all? Not that I've seen, but that's serious injury and serious rehab time. Yeah, same I mean, injury that ended Bo Jackson's career. I saw on Twitter. He's going to be out a while, but I still think he goes top ten. Do but you? I, I think do. he falls out of the first round. I don't think he does. If you uh, can get if you can get a talent like Tua in the second round, that's huge. That's what I'm saying, but I don't think – I think you roll the dice that – keep in mind, right? Pittsburgh at two. Keep in mind, he's going to have the the most unbelievable doctors in his corner. You know, like he's going to have access to any type of rehab – Rehab. Thank you. <laughs> Rehabilitation. There it is. Hey, babe. Rehabilitated. <laughs> Mama, I'm rehabilitated. No, I was thinking of Shawshank. Have I been rehabilitated? Am I? Or what's so he just, say? Uh, so just that stamp that. Just stamp that paper there. Go sonny. ahead, boy. Stamp my paper because <laughs> I don't give a fuck anyway. <laughs> um, so look, I think I think he still goes top ten. I think the only reason why he goes top ten is because how many teams in the top ten need a quarterback? I a mean, lot. it's bad, dude. A lot. But, you think since he takes him, even if he's hurt, a hundred percent. Because <laughs> no, because, I think they go, dude. I think Joe Burrow, dude. He's, dude, he's Joe legit. Burrow's the real deal, man. That kid can sling it. He's got moxie too. Like I know those are superlatives that like it doesn't fucking matter. But I like him, dude. And I hope he doesn't go to Cincinnati because I don't want to face him and Baker and Lamar Jackson in the same year. I but but still, like that doesn't fix the Bengals' problems. That doesn't fix the Bengals' problems. The Bengals are so bad, it's ridiculous. Poor guy. Poor B-Line, man. Yeah, I know. We were talking about it earlier. If you took the, if you took the skins and Bengals and made it one team, I don't think they win three games. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead I, would, I would take over, but I, I only think four games. I don't think, dude, I don't think they win three. And, I, and, I've, and I've watched both these teams pretty closely. They don't win three fucking games. What the, it depends what division you put them in. Um, if you put them in the AFC, what is that, the East, I think they got a shot. Dude, put them in the, the NFC East, you at least think you can beat the Giants twice. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, I'm telling you, no way. No way. Uh, but enough of this. That is a but, but enough of this absolutely sucky news. Let's talk about some awards that were handed out. That I actually found out I'm really bad at picking these because I got an absolute egg for those predictions for the monthly predictions. The AL Cy Young and NL Cy Young and both MVPs for both leagues were handed out last week, Thursday and Friday. Your AL Cy Young winner in is Justin Verlander. Uh, it wasn't as close as I thought. It was 18 votes for Verlander, correct? Didn't see it. Yeah, it was yeah just I, I, I'm pretty sure it was. I. Um, but it was it wasn't as close as I thought. I thought it was going to be a lot closer. And I, in my opinion, I kind of think they got it wrong. I think that was Garrett Coles. I don't. Sorry, think Jedi. What, 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 were, what was the question that you were asking, Jedi? Eighteen. How many for JV? Uh, Seventeen for JV. Thirteen for Garrett Cole. 
Yeah, so a split or what is that? That's thirty. Yep, yeah, thirty split, bucks yeah. total. Seventeen thirteen. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, I just I didn't. I thought it was Garrett Coles. I mean, that's pretty close. It's only four votes away. I thought it was a that actually is pretty close. That was a little bit further away, but I don't know. I mean, didn't Cole had a better WAR? The only thing that Justin Verlander really had going for him was his WHIP, and I know that he had a point eight eight nine WHIP, and like uh, Cole. Cole's whip was slowly going down because he had a really bad start in the beginning of the season. And then moving on for the for Jacob Dugram for the NL Cy Young flat out. He was the only guy I thought that was going to take it from Strasburg, but very happy to see him get it two years in a row, so that's pretty cool. What did you guys think on the Cy Young winners? Here, uh, Dino, let me go first here because I'm looking at the results. So we'll stick with the NL because we're just uh, that's the latest there. Degrom with 29 first place votes. The only other first place vote was uh, was Ryu from the Dodgers with one. He he had the only other one. Um, looking at the the other results, here's the top five: Degrom, Ryu, Scherzer, Flaherty, and Strasburg. I'm kind of shocked Strasburg uh, was down there in in, t- in the top five. I would have thought he'd been up closer. And, and Scherzer not even getting one first place vote. Um, yeah, yeah, I have nothing really to say, dude. Like, I mean, you got, you got JV right. I agree, Dean, I agree. I have nothing, yeah. You got JV right. Yeah, but I said Strasburg, I was way off. The thing that really just chaps my ass, which has nothing to do with this conversation at all, but the fact that Judge doesn't win a gold glove, but wins defensive player of the year. Somebody fucking explain that to me. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What? I didn't even see that. Yeah, I need someone to explain that to me. I don't understand what that means. What does that mean? I wanted to know who won it above him then for right field. I just want to know. Like, somebody explain to me. Who cares? I I don't understand that. What a skewed system this is. My gosh. Like, it's like, oh, okay, you don't win a gold glove, but, you know, we'll give you defensive player of the year. Like, what what does that mean? I'd rather have the gold glove. It just doesn't make sense to me. The finalists for right field was Cole Calhoun, Mookie Betts, and Josh Reddick. Josh Reddick wasn't even fucking playing all the year, all the, the whole year. He won? No, that was the finalists. Oh. What to say? Um, but moving on to the MVPs, AL was Mike Trout, who I'm actually ecstatic that he won. Let's go. Deep yeah, got Very that. happy for him. Third, third MVP of his young career. He's only 20, 29, I think. I mean, like he has such a great yeah. career heading for him. It's unbelievable. He may be, go down as one of the, not one of, he may go down as the greatest player of all time. I mean, his numbers are just so ridiculous and I'm so glad he got it because I've said this before on the podcast. I kind of felt like people don't appreciate him and he always got second place in MVPs because I feel like people were like, we can't just keep giving it to him. And it was sort of one of those things. And then for your NL, it was Belly. It was uh, boo, Cody Bellinger. Boo. boo, boo. Yeah. I, Rendon got robbed. Rendon did get robbed. And, and How did Rendon for, get third? And as yeah. for – hold on. As for uh, the AL MVP, if I would have made these picks after the fact that the Astros were fucking caught cheating, I would have went with Trout. <laughs> How dare I give it to Bregman? Let's Shame go. on me. Shame, Shame on you. On Shame. Shame Fool. on me, too. Fool me <laughs> once, too. shame on you. All right. Listen to these. <laughs> I saw this on Twitter, boys. Listen to this. 
uh, at Hot Stove Stats. All right, I'll give him the plug on Twitter, at Hot Stove Stats. Mike Trout MVP voting since 2012. Okay, you ready for this? 2012, second. 2013, second. 2014, first. 2015, second. 2016, first. 2017, fourth in MVP voting. He was It was an injury-riddled year. 2018, second. 2019, first. He's the greatest player of our generation, and it ain't even close. He's, he's a, he is a lord. Dude, five, just every just a perfect five tool athlete. It's a blessing. I wish he was. I wish he uh, he played on the East Coast, dude. We'd get to see a lot more of him instead of just the dingers and the doubles and the and the, the great plays. Like to be able to watch individual at bats too would be so great. Lord Trout, I like that. <laughs> lord Trout, yes, me lord, yes, me lord. Which MVP trophy shall I grab, me lord? <laughs> <laughs> How moving on back of to the house uh, trout me load. <laughs> but back to that Rendon was completely robbed. He got third place. Christian Yelich somehow got second place. He like was out for like a month. Like I understand that we were sitting there like they shouldn't kind of be penalized for like if they are out for a month. But like Dean, you said it, like where would the Nationals have been? I saw Christopher Russo say on high heat. He said if Anthony Rendon wasn't on this team, this team wouldn't have won 70 games. No, 100% agree with agree, that, dog. I completely agree with that, too. Like, I was like, how are you going to take something like this away from him? This bullshit. <laughs> I, if, if he got second place, I'd be like, all right. But third place, man, that's not cutting it for me. Not going to do it. I agree. But before, before we wrap up this pod, Dean, what's your final thought? My final thought is very simple this week. Uh, really exciting time of the year. You know, we're, we're bypassing Thanksgiving, apparently. Everyone's hanging Christmas lights. <laughs> oh, but, God, you know, I hate it, Dino. I hate it. it. It's the worst. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, 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 I fall victim to this. I am already looking forward to Christmas. I <laughs> cannot wait for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh my God. The Mandalorian came out. Disney Plus, you know, thank you to Verizon for giving me a year free. I was able to watch The Mandalorian, the first two episodes. Look, anyone who expects this show to just, like, knock you off your feet, you're watching it for the wrong reasons. This is a a right turn for the Star Wars franchise to be able to try something that they never really have, which is put out a really good TV show that's a, a really good product. Pedro Pascal was one of the greatest castings I've ever seen. This show locks you in from the first scene and nice. and and it's one of those things and I you know if you re- if you if you've read anything about it and Deepa I'm going to spoil a little something for you and that's fine. But uh, earmuffs, I'm going to put my earmuffs in. Okay. This show is strictly about the baby Yoda and the relationship between the Mandalorian and the baby Yoda. So this is like, just so, so. How far back does this take place? I thought Yoda was like six hundred years old. It's not necessarily Yoda. It's one of his species. Oh, okay, okay. You know, so it. You know, it's just that's that's where the show's heading towards. They're releasing, I believe, a new episode every Friday. There's already two out. Yep. It's just fantastic to watch. I think the first, I think it's like the second episode, the first ten minutes. I don't think there's there's words spoken at all. You know, Pedro Pascal hasn't taken his helmet off. You know, it's just one of those shows that has a Star Wars feel. It's awesome to watch. 
I give it a nine. I give it a nine point two. Whoa. Um, really? Yeah. IMD, IMDB has it at a nine one. I didn't want to go the same score as IMDB. I give it a nine two. And I, am, am I a little biased because I'm a Star Wars guy? Probably. But yeah, I think you gotta it, you gotta let me holler at them uh, logins, man. Yeah, 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 I got you. But I think <laughs> it's I, I think it's like one of those things where it's a Star Wars it, it's a Star Wars story. It's fantastic. I, I'm I'm digging it. I've bought in. They got me hooked. And the episodes really, uh, that's the only downfall really is the episodes are only like thirty minutes long. I think the first episode was thirty four minutes. The oh, second damn. episode was like twenty nine. So you damn. know a little a little short, but. I think they did it for a reason, and let's see the the reaction people get. But as of right now, The Mandalorian is a must-watch. That's awesome. Dude, I can't wait to watch it. And, like, I love whenever, like, opening scenes mean a lot to me. And same with endings. If you have a series that, you know, drags on and that's a downfall of it, if it's got a great uh, beginning and a great ending, I'm hooked, dude. Like, and... There's been series and there's been movies that have been ruined for me because of a shitty ending. So, like, uh, I love hearing that it's got a dope beginning. It has a, it has a dope beginning, and I think each episode ends in a really good way. Nice. Is it going to be like a TV show that will be on for like maybe five seasons, like one of those, or is it going to be like one of those one or two seasons, like a limited type of series? I think they'll go. I think they can push for three. Anything after that, I think they got to they got to they got to change course a little bit. I think if they're gonna go, if they're gonna extend after three, they got to bring some serious Star Wars type flashbacks into it to kind of like tie it all together. Like we've seen a few tie-ins so far, nice. but I, I, you know, I think I think two or three for sure. But if they're only thirty minutes long, I could see this going six or seven. If they go to an hour, three or four. Isn't Obi Wan getting his own show too? And that's the thing is now oh, you're now, now now you're starting to see Disney Plus really start to capitalize oh, spinoffs, man. Yeah, and the spinoffs like I mean, if you the look, Star at the, Wars universe is huge too. There's so much literature out there in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, you can sit there and look at the the Marvel universe for how much stuff is coming out over the next ten years. Well, the Star Wars universe is parallel to that with the amount of projects that they have coming out over the next ten years. Mm, can't wait, bro. You know, awesome stuff. Can't wait to watch it. But that's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to follow us on social media at JD with Sports. You guys got anything else? Nope. I'm out. Peace. See you.